Hi there. You guessed it. It's time. It's drive time. Thrive time with me, Aaron Breeze. We are out on the road of life after divorce, and we are continuing our conversation today about wholeness and using the lens of the four quadrants of mind, body, emotion, and spirit as a way of exploring our path to wholeness. And yesterday, we talked about emotion and the importance of really connecting in and understanding kind of where we are emotionally, but but more than that, being able to surrender, to really let go, to move through feelings so that we're not we're not repressing and suppressing things that then kind of need a way out, right? So things things that we don't release and let go are going to hang around and show up in ways that sometimes uh, surprise us or sometimes not, right? We we know that like, ugh, we, we just, some, some days we hit our limit, we go from zero to a hundred and we, we know why. We know we were kind of carrying up something that was bottled up, right? Other times it's, it's old stuff. So it's kind of running this system in the background of anxiety or judgment or criticism that feeds into feelings of unworthiness or self-doubt, feelings of, of uncertainty, um, not enoughness, all kinds of things. And so part of what we talked about yesterday was really gaining some mastery over, over emotion so that we can move through and keep moving toward emotion that supports us, that supports our healing, our growth, our vision for what we want. And what's really cool too is when we, when we use emotion like, like a tool, we can, we can share it with more consciousness too. We can share it. We, we know that energy is contagious. We all can think of people who you're just around them and they feel so light and bright and they make us feel excited about anything is possible, you know, and excited about what we're doing and what's ahead, right? So these things are really, everything is energy and it's, it's contagious in that way. And so when we start to really have mastery over our emotions, we can, we can really leverage that harness that. So that's what we talked about yesterday. Today I want to talk about body and part of body. So body and mind are masculine energy and emotion and spirit is feminine. We all have both. We also all have more, tend to work in more, more in one area than another. And some of that is personality, programming, conditioning, the roles we've decided on to play in our lives all contribute. Um, and part of, I believe, our journey, our human experience is to understand ourselves as whole beings, not needing not needing anything from outside of us to, to achieve that completeness, right? Like we, we arrive here whole and then there's kind of almost an undoing of our experience of wholeness. It's not that we, we, we become less whole, I don't believe. We just gather things that interfere with our experience of our wholeness, right? So there's this journey back to ourselves. Some, sometimes that we think of like that or coming home to ourselves, right? And so we've always been there. We're, we're, we've always been whole. It's just that life experiences, programs, conditions, thoughts, traumas, all, all of what we go through, sep- we can feel separate, separate from ourselves and separate from one another. And what's really cool to me about the more that we feel whole in ourselves, 
the more connected we feel to everyone, the more oneness that's available, right? And then we realize like we can always tap into that, which is pretty cool. So body I want to talk about today because I think it's really important. Obviously, when we're thinking about body, we want to think of our actual body and remember that the, this body vessel <laughs> that we're in is really just like our machine, our, our human machinery, right? Like it's what's transporting our soul, our spirit. And it's really important to take a moment sometimes and see it that way because often we really over identify with our body, with the body itself as the self and forget that we like it's our vessel right it's what's carrying us around and we want to honor it and take good care of it and love it and sometimes that relationship gets really complicated um, especially I think as women um, and again just I'm generalizing but the the experience of so much body scrutiny that we go through and experience and also body like dis disgust, detest, um, rejection that happens. Um, I think I'm even more aware again of some of that that starts to happen in adolescence where things that are related to the female body become seen as like gross and painful and not wanted and an inconvenience and all of those things rather and totally divorced from the beauty and power of creation that those same systems of course are and yet we're reduced to just you know that periods are gross or cramps are painful and it, it, it really starts so young that there's like the external pressure of the body to conform and to look a certain way and then there's also this like uh, rejection, this deep rejection of the body, the female body, rather than claiming the power of our, of our body. So I'd love for you to just check in with your own relationship to this, to this incredible body that you have and noticing, noticing what that relationship is. Are you, are you appreciative and grateful daily? Do you take care and tend to your body and really connect to the strength in you, the, the support that your body provides? Are there, are there ways in which you feel your body has let you down or in some way isn't showing up for you because of an illness or anything that goes on with an injury, something that's happened to your body where it feels like it's not what you, what it used to be or the way you wish it were. And so there's a ton with the actual body that we want to really be aware of so that we can heal and reconnect. Because if we're not in our body, then we, the, we're, we're creating like more static, right? We talk a lot in Happy Home about being, about embodying, like embodying the emotions that we want, embodying the identity that we are um, developing and becoming and allowing ourselves to be right. So embodiment work, being able to, we got, we have to, we have to be in our body to move powerfully in this physical world. So body, when we're talking about the four quadrants, mind, body, spirit, emotion, body is the actual body, but 
It's, it's really anything in this physical world. And remember, emotion and spirit can't operate in the human plane, in the physical world, without physicality. Like, we, we, have, to, we have to be embodied in order to move around, right, in the 3D space. Um, so there's lots of things we need to be able to do that we can only do inside in a body. Um, and so it's, it's all of the physical aspects of our humanness. And again, this is, this is, this is a masculine energy, the embodiment. And, and also we can think of everything physical, all the, the things that you, that you experience, the material world. Right. And so part of what I invite you to also think about is like, what's your physical world? What's your relationship to your physical world? And do you feel constrained or do you feel expanded? Right. Do you feel there's limitations, constraints and um, things that are like interfering and in the way? Or do you feel that you're there, that you can move about, (laughs) you know, that you have freedom of movement to to explore, to expand, to change directions if you want to. So it's really important that we feel confident to be able to move, to move as freely as we possibly can. And notice both, am I, can I move freely in terms of my relationship to my actual body? And also, can I move freely in terms of my relationship to the physical things in my world, in my space, in my car, in my home, in my office environment. Like how, what is my experience of all of these things? Because the things that take up space in our lives, right, really um, can disempower or empower. And so the more that we can connect in and, and observe, like, well, what what is that for me? What is that look like for me. It it allows us to then make adjustments, right? So obviously we want to, we want to be connecting into our actual body with some of the same ways that we, we talk about with our daily practice, right? So movement and attention and appreciation and gratitude and touch. Of course, there's all these ways that we want to support our actual nutrition and nourishment you know, and hydration, some of those basics we need to do because we are in a physical world and we can't fully sort of, I believe, like fully hold all of our emotion and spirit if we're in a body that feels like there's toxicity or um, tension, right? So we want to notice where is there toxicity, where is there tension, where and so that we can we can move those things out, right? And the same goes for physical items, for things. Like it's helpful to think about what needs decluttering, what needs moving out, what needs to be gotten rid of, because everything is energy, and so it holds it holds a frequency, it holds um, it holds a story, right? And so we want to make sure that our physical space wherever possible, supports us to be as connected as we possibly can to emotion and spirit so that we can have balance and we can have flow. Because we we do have to be embodied to do a lot of the things that we're required to do as humans. You know, it would be, sometimes I wish I could kind of be out in the ether, so to speak, and 
that's wonderful work to do in meditation um, or out on a run or wherever it is that you connect to spirit. We'll talk more about spirit either tomorrow or the next day. But we also have like we're making meals and getting kids to school or picked up or getting them to an activity like there's all these things that we have that we're interacting with in the physical world. And so we want to really do an inventory of that physicality and make sure that it supports us as much as it possibly, possibly can, because we need to, we need to, we, we, we just, we have to, uh, we have to, in order to be fully balanced and to be whole because, you know, we just, we've, we've got this material world and we've got these bodies that we're looking out, we're peering out <laughs> through these eyes, right? So we need to, we need to really have mastery over that piece too. So I'd love for you, I just invite you, reflect on like what has come up as I've been talking about your relationship to your actual body, but also to your physical world, the physical, your physical experience. And what are the things that you want to do? I, I imagine there's a, usually a couple things that like just pop in that we know we need to do for nourishment, for hydration, for movement, for just love and appreciation of our body, for love and appreciation of our space. Also, it might be time to edit some of the things in your physical world that don't, that are a mismatch now, that maybe match an older version of you. And we want to make sure as much as we possibly can that, again, that the tools that we have in our physical world, the way we have our physical world set up and structured, that those things match what we what we really need most, right? So it might be time to upgrade something, to rearrange something, to declutter something, to let go of something. And I'd love for you to to give some thought to that. And then let me know. Let me know what you're doing to support your yourself and your space so that you have more just more freedom. That's what we're seeking. We're striving for. And that's what wholeness really brings us is more freedom, freedom to be who we are and enjoy more than anything. It's like freedom to enjoy who we are and this, this journey, this experience that we're having. So I hope that you have a beautiful rest of the day. I think this was a little bit of a brief one. I'm already at Ray's school. This is her, um, Wednesday is our early day and traffic was kind of smooth. So I'm signing off. And until next time, as always, sending you so much love and so much sunshine. And I'll talk to you really soon. Bye.